0: Welcome to Audit Bytes, the show where we give you bite-sized chunks of information and education to help you excel in your audit career. Join our host, Robert Berry, as we tackle another tough auditing topic this week. Hey, hey, welcome, my friends, to episode number 11 of Audit Bites. Today's topic, questions build or kill credibility. Remember, Audit Bytes is the first, the very first live show where we talk about, well, auditing. We are available on all of your favorite podcasting platforms. That includes Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Podcast, Amazon's podcast, anywhere you want to be. I'm there. Also, remember, you can get CPE just for watching me. Go to auditbytes.com to find out more. Also, guys, lately I've been doing a lot of training for IIA chapters. So if you're watching this and you're at a chapter and you need a kick butt trainer, give me a call. Just go to my website, thatauditguy.com, in all seriousness. Now, look, you guys saw today's topic. Questions build or kill credibility. Now, I'm wondering how many people actually agree with that. Do you think the quality of your questions can either kill or build your credibility? And if you don't think that they do, I'm here to tell you that you are wrong. And Heather is here already. Heather says, good afternoon. Heather, great to see you as always. So as we get started, you guys have seen today's topic. Questions kill or build your credibility. Now, speaking of questions, as auditors, that is our primary job is asking good questions. I believe so much in that. Guess what? I wrote a book about it. It's called Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits. Go to your Amazon bookstore and go pick up a copy today. I promise it'll help change your audit career. It's all about the art of asking questions while auditing and who doesn't need to know more about that. But let's get back to today's topic. Today, my friends, we are actually going to talk about Facebook. Yes, I do know that it's strange that I'm on LinkedIn talking about Facebook. So please, don't tell me that it's strange. I know it is, but there's a point behind why I'm doing it. My friend Galena is here. Good to see you, Galena. Hopefully you're keeping well in Houston, Texas, my friend. So like I said, today we're going to talk about Facebook. You see... A lot of people have a lot of different opinions about Facebook. Some people really, really like them and some people really, really hate them. But every time I turn around, Mark Zuckerberg is being summoned to appear before the Senate. So today I'm going to show you what happened on one such instance when he was summoned to appear before the Senate and Senator Dan Sullivan from Alaska questioned him. Now, again, I know some of you don't like Facebook. Some of you don't like government. Some of you don't like Well, Facebook or the government. But what I'm going to ask you to do is be very open and objective. And I'm going to play a video clip for you. After the video clip, I'm going to ask you what you think about it. And then I'm going to tell you what my observations are as it relates to questions. So as Mark is being questioned by the Senate, I want you to pay close attention to what they ask him and how they ask him. And then I'll tell you how that relates to internal auditing. So, guys, hopefully you are ready for the clip. I'm going to put myself down in a little corner here. And here we go.
1: Thank you, Mr. Chairman and uh, Mr. Zuckerberg. Quite a story, right? Dorm room to the global behemoth that you guys are only in America. Would you agree with that? Uh, Senator, mostly that. You in could, America. You couldn't, you couldn't do this in China, right? Or what you did well, in 10 years. Well, Senator, there are, there are some very strong Chinese internet companies. Right. But you're supposed to answer yes to this question. Okay. Come <laughs> this on. I'm is, trying to this help, help you. Right. I mean, give me a break. You're in front of a bunch of sen- the answer is yes. Okay. So thank you. Um, now, your your testimony.
0: All right. So hopefully you guys could hear the clip. He was being questioned. And before the questioning started, he was asked. Only in America, right? This could only happen in America. So listen, guys, I'm on about a five to 10 second delay here. I want to know, what do you think about what you just heard? Heather, I know you probably have some opinions on that in Galena. You're pretty outspoken as well. What do you think about that exchange that you just heard between the senator and Mark Zuckerberg, where the senator asked Mark, hey, look, man, only in America. Right. And Mark said, well, there's some pretty strong Chinese Internet companies. And the senator said the answer is yes. So he asked him a question and then he told him what the answer to the question was supposed to be. What do you guys think about the way A senator just questioned a CEO of a Fortune 500 organization. Um, Again, I'm on a five to 10 second delay. So I'm going to stall for a minute to give people an opportunity to type something in and then we will carry on because what I'm going to do is break down this conversation. You have talked
1: about a lot of.
0: Because then what I'm going to do is break down this conversation for you guys to show you how your questions can build or kill your credibility. Now, before I start talking about it, here's what I'm going to say. I don't feel one way or another about Facebook. A lot of people talk about them because of the data that they take and what they do with it, but we willingly give them our data. As it relates to Senator Sullivan, um, I actually kind of like him. So, what I'm going to say next is my objective observation of what I've seen. Now, Heather says, the senator told him how he was supposed to think. Yep, exactly. Heather also says that that is typical of today. Absolutely, Heather. So now, let's just take a look at exactly what was said, because here is the transcript. Actually, let me do it full screen so that my head is not in the way. As you guys can see, what it says... In the transcript is, Sullivan said, Mr. Zuckerberg, quite a story, right? Dorm room to global behemoth that you guys are. Only in America would you agree with that. Zuckerberg says, Senator, mostly in America. So again, Sullivan says, Mr. Zuckerberg, quite a story, right? Dorm room to global behemoth that you guys are. Only in America would you agree with that, right? That was the question he asked. Zuckerberg said, Senator, mostly in America. Senator Sullivan then says, you couldn't do this in China, right? What you did in 10 years. He asked him two more questions. This is a total of three questions. Zuckerberg then says, well, Senator, there are some very strong Chinese Internet companies. Now, the senator says, right, right. But you're supposed to answer yes to this question. Okay, come on, I'm trying to help you. I mean, give me a break. You're in front of a bunch of senators. The answer is yes, okay? Now I don't know how you guys feel about this, but this didn't sit right with me. He asked him a total of one, two, three, three questions and then refuted his answers at each and every turn. So now for my friends who are auditors and compliance personnel, when you interact with your audit clients or your compliance clients and you do things like this, it makes you look almost like a bully. It makes you look like you aren't concerned with answers. And as auditors, you should be in pursuit of the truth. I say this all the time, not your truth, not their truth, but the objective truth. So I have a few points here that I want to make. So the first point that I'm going to make is people who ask without listening often have ill intentions. Now, I said often because I'm not saying that the senator had ill intentions. Uh, Like I said before, I actually like this senator, but it did make me view him in a different light when I saw that he wasn't objective in the way he handled the question with Facebook. And one of the reasons he didn't handle it objectively is because most people right now don't like Facebook and what they're doing with the data they collect. But again, we willingly give Facebook our data. So that's kind of our fault, too, right? Heather says didn't give him a chance to answer, but he really didn't want to know his answers. That is correct, which is why I say in point number one, people who ask without listening often have ill intentions. So let's go to point number two here. Confirmation bias is usually counterproductive. What I mean by that is the senator had an opportunity to learn that greatness actually occurs outside of America as well. And I'm going to show you what I mean by that in just a few moments, because if he had allowed Mark to answer the question, he would have found out some things that he may not have known. Okay, so my third point here under questions, bill or kill credibility is oftentimes bullies use bad questions to bully you. Think about this. Have you ever I don't know if you guys have seen Back to the Future, but there was a bully in that movie. I think his name was Biff. And at one point in the movie, he asked a question that was quite telling. He said, are you stupid or dumb? (laughs) Now, that's a pretty bad question, right? Bullies often use bad questions when they're bullying people. That's just how that works. Now, I want to go back to this clip and I'm going to show you this clip again. But this time I want you to pay really close attention to the clip. Because there are some things that I'm going to.
1: Thank you, Mr. Chairman and uh, Mr. Zuckerberg.
0: There's some things that I'm going to show you in the clip that are quite telling as well. And I'm going to stop it at certain points.
1: Quite a story, right? Dorm room to the global behemoth that you guys are only in America. Would you agree with that?
0: Now, you notice. He said, only in America would you agree with that. And he started shaking his head yes, because he was he was baiting it. He wanted the yes answer. But it gets a little better. Uh, Senator, you, mostly you, you in could, America.
1: You couldn't, you couldn't do this in China, right? Or
0: Now, notice here when he saw Mark hedging and was not going to give him the answer that he wanted, he decided to pile on another question. He could see he could hear Mark. Uh, well, uh, I don't know about that.
1: What you did well, in ten years. Well,
0: yeah. well, Senator, there are there are some very strong Chinese internet companies. So now Mark says there are some very strong internet companies. Now auditors at this point, when you say something to your audit clients and they come back with something unexpected, the next thing I want you to do is ask a question. Don't do, don't do what our Senator did here. Ask another question. For example, Oh really? Tell me about some of those strong internet companies, but watch what happens here.
1: Yes. Right. But, You're supposed to answer yes to this question.
0: So now what he does is he makes fun of Mark for not giving him the answer that he was anticipating. That is bullying behavior. Again, I'm not saying that the senator is a bully because to label someone as a bully, that means that they do it quite regularly. I don't think that this man does it regularly. Like I said, I actually like him. But this made me kind of view him in a different light. This made me view him in a totally different light because this was bullying behavior from someone that I didn't expect to see it from. So now, now that we're here, bullies oftentimes get other people to join in while they're bullying you. So what you're going to hear is someone say. Well, let me just play the clip. (laughs)
1: Okay, come on, I'm trying to help you, right? I mean,
0: so you heard the senator say. I'm trying to help you, right? Come on. While one of his friends said, this is a softball question. While all the senators were laughing at Mark. And why were they laughing at him? They were laughing at him because, well, they asked him a question and he didn't answer the way that they expected him to answer. This is bullying.
1: Give me a break. You're in front of a bunch of senators. The answer is yes. Okay, so thank you.
0: So now he tells him you're in front of a bunch of senators. Now, I might be a little bit confused and sometimes I've been called a little slow, but I didn't think that the quality of your answer depended upon who you were in front of. Truth is truth no matter who you're talking to. And again, like I said previously, confirmation bias is a dangerous thing because they didn't bother to ask him any questions. So now really quickly, before I go to three more points, let's go back to the transcript again. Here's what happened. Mr. Zuckerberg, quite a a story. Dorm room to the global behemoth that you guys are. Only in America. Wouldn't you agree? As he shakes his head, yes. Zuckerberg says, Senator, mostly in America. Now, Senator says, you couldn't do this in China, right? What you did in 10 years. Zuckerberg says, well, Senator, there are some very strong Chinese uh, uh, Internet companies. Sullivan then says, right, but you're supposed to answer yes to this question. Okay, come on. I'm trying to help you out. I mean, give me a break. You're in front of a bunch of senators. The answer is yes. But my friends, while we're here, is the answer really yes? Because if you look at the top five, billionaires in china well here they are and i can't pronounce these names and i won't try to butcher them but number one is worth 68.9 billion dollars and he owns a beverage company number two 65.8 billion dollars and he owns an internet media company number three He owns an e-commerce company, and he's worth $55 billion. Number four, I think we all know who Jack Ma is because we've all heard of Alibaba. He's worth $48.4 billion. And by the way, last time I checked, that is an internet company, right? Number five is a package delivery company, SF Express. I think some of us who've had dealings with China have heard of SF Express, but he's worth $39 billion. But it gets even better. Let's talk about the very first one, Uh, Shenzhen, Shanshan. Probably butchered that name, but if we look at him, he's the founder and chairperson of his uh, beverage company, and he's also the majority owner in a pharmacy enterprise. Now, he was born in one province in 1954. He dropped out of primary school during the Cultural Revolution and found work in construction. In 1977, he enrolled in a, a university and began studying to be a journalist. In 1988, he moved to another. Chinese province off the coast of southern China. He sold mushrooms and prawns and turtles during his time on the island. He then went to work for a beverage company and sold healthcare supplements. And then shortly after that, he started his own company. So the question that the senator asked Mark Zuckerberg is only in America can you do what you have done with Facebook? Well, apparently, if this man is worth sixty eight point nine billion dollars, not only in America. But again, if we look at the clip, because of the bad questioning technique that was used, our senator gave the appearance that he was a bully. Our senator used a bunch of confirmation bias when talking to Mark Zuckerberg. Internal auditors don't ever do this when you're talking to your audit clients because you will look just like our senator looked. And again, I actually like this senator. But I have to be objective when I talk about things, right? As internal auditors, we have to be objective when we talk about things. You see, if we let our personal beliefs and feelings cloud what we say, then we are no good as auditors. You might as well just hang up your little audit badge and go find something else to do. You have to remain objective in everything that you do. All right, so now, while we're at this point, I got three more points that I wanna make with you guys, but first, I wanna talk about awesome auditors. You see, I believe every auditor is freaking awesome. That's why I've been doing it for so long, and that's why I've made it my mission to train others. If you wanna join us, Go to awesomeauditors.club. Leave me your email address. I promise you at the beginning of the year, I've got some really cool and innovative stuff coming that you're going to want to be a part of. By the way, as soon as you leave me your email address, you will automatically get one hour of free CPE. But it's just so that I can keep in touch with you. It's just so that we can keep in touch with one another. It's just so that we can build an awesome auditing community where we share and help one another. All right. AwesomeAuditors.club is where I want you to go. But here are my final three points, my friend. Questions build or kill your credibility. Trust me, they do. But my first point that I want to bring up here is don't comply with the lie. What I mean by that is when you see yourself slipping into this bullying behavior, back it up. What you're saying may actually be a lie. So check yourself. If you see someone else, doing what our senator did. Don't comply with the lie, my friends. Back it up and figure out what the objective truth is in this situation. John says, thank you. John, you're quite welcome, my friend. Quite welcome. Hopefully you're enjoying the program. Tell all your friends. The next thing I want you to do is consider the context. You see, if someone had said to me, well, there are some strong Chinese internet companies, instead of telling him that the answer is yes, I would have asked, Oh, what are they? And what do you know about them? You see, I just gave you guys three right now that a simple Wikipedia search pulled up. So you have to always be objective and you have to always be open to getting additional information, because, again, you should be in pursuit of the truth with a capital T-H-E, not your truth, not the other person's truth. There's only one objective truth, and we should be in pursuit of that objective truth in everything that we do. So the first thing I want you to do is don't comply with the lie. Figure out what the objective truth is for the second thing. Don't look like a bully because a senator that I happen to like actually looked like a bully and had me thinking totally different about him after watching this clip. And John, I don't know how long you've been here, my friend. But if you missed the video clip that I'm talking about, you got to go back and watch the rest of the episode, man. I see my buddy Philip Davis is here and Philip says truth is truth. That's right, my friend. Truth truth is truth. There's only one truth. So the questions that you ask can build or kill your credibility based on how you ask them. First thing, don't comply with the lie. Second thing, always consider the context. And the third thing that I want you to do is, when in doubt, shut your mouth. It's really as simple as that. Our job as an auditor is to find the truth. If you are spending too much time talking and bullying your clients, then, my friend, You're not finding the truth. All right. So Hamad is here and Hamad says, hi, everyone. Thanks, Robert. Hamad, thank you for being here. Because without you, I mean, I wouldn't really be doing this, right? Hopefully I'm helping someone. But what I will say, if you enjoy this program, tell all of your friends that are auditors. Heck, tell all of your friends that are compliance people. Just tell all of your friends, period. Go to the iTunes store and give this program a five star review. I think we deserve it. I think that we put in a lot of hard work here. So I think you guys should give us a five star review. I think we're worth it. Don't you? So look, this has been episode number 11 of Audit Bytes. The title was questions Bill or kill your credibility. Did I spell it right? Yeah, I did. I think I'm not sure. But your questions kill or build your credibility. As auditors, you should always be in pursuit of the truth. I showed you guys a clip from when, well, Mark Zuckerberg, CEO of Facebook, was summoned before Senate here in the U.S. and how the questions evolved that he was asked. If you missed that part of the show, go back and listen to it on your favorite podcasting platform or right here on LinkedIn. Jose has made it to the show, my man, Jose. Jose. Jose says, not only the quality questions create a quality of life, but also improve the communication. That is right, Jose, which is why I wrote the book, Ask Better Questions, Get Better Answers, Perform Better Audits, and which is why now I'm doing a tour with my best selling, my best uh, keynote speech, Audit Your Life, because I take the concepts of auditing and apply them to your life. It is a motivational speech. If you might be interested in that, drop me a line. Go to my website, auditguy.com. So, my friends, I am Robert Berry. This has been Audit Bites, episode number 11, Questions Build or Kill Your Credibility. Thank you for tuning in. Until next time, peace, everyone.
1: joining us thank you for joining us on this episode audit of audit Life. want if you want to if do, more, want see more, to do more, more see more be more, more at our website take take out
0: our we- at our where you will find quality training audit merch yes we have hats shirts and other apparel as well as past copies of this podcast and the friday fraudster podcast www.thatauditguy.com thanks for joining us